0: Good morning, good afternoon, welcome to the No Mongle Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding, and my name is Rick Beta. If you are new to the show, welcome, I appreciate you tuning in, and if you are an OG listener, I appreciate you as well. It's always good to hear from you guys, it, it fires me up knowing I'm just not you know, talking to myself over here. Well, I mean, in a sense, technically I am for the most part when I don't have guests, but you get what I'm saying. So you can email the show, no at gmail.com at Rick Beta on social media, R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Let's do this. So a few episodes ago, I talked about how Tony Hawk made, you know, me, and I know a lot of us get emotional and had me like kind of facing accepting my mortality, you know, after he did that, his last 540 Ollie Ever. And if you haven't listened to that episode, just circle back. It's only a couple episodes back and check it out. But what I'm about to say is kind of, it's related to that. It's, it's something I never, ever, ever thought I would say. And I just wanted to get it off my chest right from the start. Just get it out of the way, rip the Band-Aid off, however you want to say it, so I can talk about Andy Anderson's part and move on. Okay? So you ready? You sitting down? Pulled over to the side of the road okay i am going to go down the route tony took by letting you all know as of today well technically it was sunday march 29th 2021 i have officially done my last fence hop yeah you heard that right i will no longer be hopping fences i'm done did my last one on sunday I appreciate you sending your thoughts and supporting me on the decision. It's done. You're not going to convince me otherwise. And it's a decision that didn't come easy for me, okay? I had to do some soul searching. A lot to think about for this decision. It was not an easy one. I'm like, do I even want to talk about this today? Do I even want to divulge this? How I'm feeling? What I faced? Let me give you a little backstory on this decision, okay? And it's one that's not directly linked to skateboarding. But it obviously crosses over into what we do. My son plays soccer, and we happen to be the last group leaving the field the other day. And normally, I don't have my daughter with me, but I brought her along, so I had her as well on this past Sunday. And she usually hangs out, you know, by the bleachers. We bring a blanket, you know, for her to sit on. She's, you know, taken care of. She's not just sitting there, right? She has things to do. I had also been wearing a hoodie that morning, and then it started to warm up. So I ran over to her, tossed it over as well. Hey, you know, here you go. Everything good? Oh, cool. Hey. Long story short, practice ended, and my kids gathered their stuff, and we started walking towards the car, walking towards the car, I should say. And we started walking towards the car. It wasn't until we got home when I asked them, like, oh, hey, where's that that blanket and my hoodie? (laughs) They both looked at each other, looked at me blank stairs it was left behind yeah so i mean i knew right then and there what had to be done and and i'm the type of personality like that'll bug me until i go just rectify it right like so i knew all right well i I was starving i was hangry so i had to eat i ate really fast i'm okay i gotta go gotta go back and get my blanket and hoodie you know don't want to get stolen or taken or whatever so i finished my lunch got back in the car drove back to the field Oh, and this was right before my wife asked me, by the way, do you want us to come with you? I'm like, nah, I've got this. Just need to hop the fence and grab them, and I'll be back. No problem. No big whoop. I'll be back soon. <sighs> Remember, like I said, when I, a couple episodes ago, when I talked about Beeble's fork in the road moment. When he was hopping over fences and getting winded. Yeah, I think the universe decided to give me a little test this past Sunday. That was my fork in the road moment. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going full on workout mode, but I am going to f- fix things. I'm not going to be as big as Beeble. I had no idea what I was in for. I I thought I knew what was coming. I'd, I'd hopped fences before with no problem, right? We all have. In, si- in hindsight, though. <laughs> I should have just brought my son and had him off the fence. I could have helped him up if need be. He's got smaller feet, but we all know everything happens for a reason. Hindsight is always 2020. So I got there, drove by the main gate, you know, hoping just maybe for for some reason the coach forgot to lock it up. Nope, no luck. It was it was locked. So I then parked, got out of the car, confirmed that the two items in question were still there. They were. Okay, so all good. All right. I know what had to be done from right there. I wanted to make sure no one was around as well to witness this, so I had to wait for a cyclist to pass. I was like, hurry up, dude. Come on, I got things to do. Then I looked left. I looked right. Tried to do my best to be able hop up to get over. <laughs> However, when I locked my arms to push up, and do that whole motion, my damn foot slipped out of the chain link fence. I almost got impaled. <laughs> oh, and then, of course, like ego, fight or flight, whatever you want to call it, it kicked in. I was like, the adrenaline, I should say. Yeah. It was almost like, cue up that AFE theme song. Here we go. I bet people in the apartments across the street are like, oh, look at this dude. Let's wait. Honey, come over here. Watch. Come here. Look. Look. Grab your phone. If you could have heard the thoughts running in my head at that time, I, I mean, I honestly, for one, I didn't think I could do it. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I, for some reason, I I found the most wobbly part of the fence. I should have tested it out first. I just saw the target and my eyes on the prize. I'm, I need to go right there to get it. I mean, I pissed off so many muscles that day, so many muscles that I hadn't used in a while. And I pissed them off all at once, all those muscles. So pissed off at me at that time. And it took me four attempts to get over. I grabbed the stuff. I had n- no idea how the hell I was going to get back now. That was my first thought. Autom- all right, great. I'm holding a hoodie and a blanket. Now what? Luckily, there was a storage container nearby that I could climb up, you know, noodle arms and all <laughs> with the stuff. It was about two or three feet to get up that and then get up over the fence. So I put the blanket on top of the fence for added support and cushion so I didn't rip my pants off. And I made it over. Yeah, golf claps for me. Yeah. I made it over. That was the last time I will ever hop a fence again. I am officially retired. I guess I'll say I have a butt. I'll have a butt. I would come out of fence hopping retirement for maybe a fe- anything less than 36 inches. 36 inches or less, I could probably still do it my age. Maybe though, only if I have to. But as of now, I am done. Done. (laughs) With all that being said, when was the last time you hopped a fence? Was it worth it? Did you get the tricks that you wanted? And what I was thinking too is, should there be an age limit on fence hopping? I'm like, dude, why am I doing this right now? (laughs) So, uh, if you would have seen those first few attempts, I was like, all right, I got to do this. I got this. I mean, I don't see Tony Hawk jumping fences anymore, you know? I don't remember seeing a video of him like making it. Maybe he'll become inspired about my story and make an official video as well saying he's no longer going to jump fences, you know? That way it feels like I'm just not the only one retiring from hopping fences. I know I can't be alone, right? There's got to be at least one more of you out there. Quote, unquote, don't ever stop hopping fences. Oh, okay. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> I'm I'm going to be over here. Next time, I'm just going to – well, either I'm going to bring my son or I'm going to swing by like a Home Depot and buy bolt cutters and just call it a day. (laughs) And if you want to see this fence that I conquered, you can check out my Instagram page, so at RickBeta or nomongo.com. The thing is a beast. Don't make fun of me. Don't, Don't even mock it. That thing was legit. I had to jump up and then place my hands and push wasn't some little thing. But, yeah, my foot slipped right out of the chain links. Like, what? Come on. So let me know your thoughts. I want to hear your, your thoughts. Do you still jump fences? I mean, I'm assuming it's for skating. We all have done it before, but I'm done. I'm done. Let me know your story. Today is my green tea day. Pardon the the sip. Okay, on to better things. Much, 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 much better things. Next up, let's talk about Andy Anderson's Seen Him. Yeah, his edit. Let's talk about that right now. And then For one, clearly they're referring to the one and only Animal Chin for this one. He rides for Powell. Makes sense, you know, connect the dots. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. If you don't know who Chin is, you know what they're referencing. Know your history, guys. If you're new to skateboarding, you got to check it out. Shout out to Johnny Rad and Tan Houses. Yep. So here are some notes I took along the way. First, oh, yeah. I mean, my first note. Check out those pushes. About minute 25. Especially that one about 1.30. I was like, what do you even call that? Like a body varial backwards push or something? Like, that's a, a push that you mess around with, like your friends or whatever and you fall like bust your arm up or something. Cause it's, it's not, it doesn't look easy, but he makes it look so stylish, you know? And I love how he talks to everyone, you know, w- w- with the old adage, like don't talk to strangers. And he is like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I talk to every single person I see. And he goes into detail, what he's doing, what he's filming for, to like anyone who's open ears, like the you know like at a coffee shop, like here's what we're filming, and 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 he also explained why why he chose White Rock, and you know it's because there aren't as many blown up spots there, and he's talking about yeah I'm gonna do ten blocks and this and that, and keep in mind it just happens to be that skateboarding is straight up illegal there too, so probably part of the reason why there's not a lot of spots. They have one they haven't been discovered yet. Two, it's his hometown, and he just kind of. That's his thing. And it's illegal too. How about that trick though? 454. I, I put in my notes here. Uh, it's a nose board tail slide. I'd get wrecked on that thing. Just trying to jump up. That whew, depending you gotta figure out how slick it is. You don't know. And it was sketchy too. It was wobbly. It's just very cool. Very, very cool. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I was. I, I, I am. I'm talking. I'm laughing. And talking about it now, but I was cracking up right after he said, "I love feeling the trees," and he's like, "Hello, ground. You know, hello, rocks. Stuff like that." Then proceeded to slam into a tree and fall to the ground. It was about six minutes fourteen. <laughs> that tree came out of nowhere. I'll give him that. that. I mean, that tree was like, "Uh-uh, sucker. You're going down." But the timing of that was perfect. And it was hilarious. He played it off well, but I love feeling trees, and then bam! I love feeling the dirt. But that was that was funny though. But I had to do my first pause re- rewind moment about seven minutes, seven seconds. You know when he was climbing up that wooden handrail, and then he jumped to the next one, skateboard in hand. He wasn't skating on the rail, but I was like, how? How do you do that, Andy? and make it look so damn easy and he did it again and again definitely have to wear a cup for that you know what i mean jock strap and all one of my favorite tricks though is he he did it was he said he called it right before he's the acid acid drop kick flip 8 minutes in and i can't remember if he's done that one before but I, I for some reason i feel like i've seen him do that but when i saw it 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 seemed very fresh to me i was like whoa And that thing—it sounds like a simple trick, but it's not. I'm gonna, uh, maybe I'll try it, mess around it. I'm gonna try that on my next session. But he made it look very, very stylish. But yeah, I know a lot of us can't do that. So, and you catch that little nod to Animal Chin and Tommy Guerrero. You have to pay close attention though. Nine minutes in ish, right before he set up for that the sketch to Smith stall attempt. Lots of gas was wasted on that attempt. (laughs) You know, I was like all like the build up you know and it was so cool to see him waving to the pedestrians as he took the corner he's hanging on and i mean he literally does make an effort to say hi to everyone in sight everyone he could see (laughs) Oh, oh and he totally fooled me totally got me after those first few attempts i thought he lost his cool for a moment there when you see it you'll know what i mean but nope it was just andy's way of hopping back on his board and here are the comments too. I can't remember what they said, but they were it caught everyone by surprise. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! He even made that look stylish. I thought that I thought that board was done. I was like, oh, dude, Andy's he's lost it, man. He's gonna he's gonna focus that board. Such a trip. Oh, speaking of trip, I was tripping out. It was the footage on the tennis court, okay, and only because, I mean, it's so obvious that he is a perfect match for Paul Peralta. You mean just his bag of tricks. His style. And if you think about it, he even looks like Stacy Peralta. I mean, a goofy-footed vert- version of Stacy. But it was a very dreamlike sequence. The music, the vibe, the trick selection. I was like, like if you squint, and maybe if Stacy was skating Switch, you're like, wow, that's very, very much like Stacy Peralta. So it was cool to see that. But he was, if you think about it, he was meant to be on Powell. The stars all line, whatever you want to say. But I was thinking too, I'm like, okay, say hypothetically, he's not forever, right? You know, you try to be on the same team as much as you can, but the only other team I could see him on is Street Plant. Like, he'd be a perfect match there. And I could totally see, like, Mike V doing whatever he could do to get Andy on the team should should he be, like, a quote-unquote free agent. However, that would mean that You know he leaves Powell, and as I said, that's a perfect match for him. And from what I'm hearing and seeing, his board sales are doing really well. So that's you know that's all hypothetical. I will just I had to mention it because I thought about it. I'm like, where else could this guy land? I could see him on Street Plant. He's yeah, it's it's, that's true. It's kind of like he's a he's a if you like created a skater in a in a lab, and you put you know you typed in Stacy Peralta. Mike Valley, boom, there you go, Andy Anderson, not just how I see it, but either way, I mean, the dude is, I mean, he's one of a kind, you know, he's, he, he resembles those two skaters, but he's so one of a kind, you see the way he, he, Jedi mind tricked that guy that told him to basically disappear, go away, that's an excellent way to handle a situation like that, that's perfect, That should be taught in schools, you know, skate schools. Here's how you handle confrontation at a spot. No need to get all tough guy on him, you know, or hit the guy. Especially with your board. Just talk like humans. And not like, as he mentioned, an animal or something. He felt like that. He's like, dude, let's just, I really appreciate if you just talk to me like, like a human, basically. It was such a, it, it was an amazing interaction between two human beings. I mean, yes, one of them happened to be a skateboarder, but even I learned something from that exchange. So check that out. He, he just, it, it, I mean, it was so cool to see how the guy was like, basically, get off my property. And then he's just saying like, like, yeah, I know you're going to end up doing it anyway. Just don't break stuff. Don't mark it up. <laughs> Hurry up. I'm turning my back. Go. Or, or he's like, you could have gotten pre-approval. It'd probably be fine. But it's how Andy... Handled that, which was key. And I wanted to point that out. Oh, and you got to keep in mind, too, it's 100% illegal to skate there. So it made the, made the interaction even more, like, it was It was beautiful. Like, it was well done. Perfectly executed. That could have easily taken a turn for the worst. And fast. But it didn't. So that's a prime, prime example of how to deal with just people kicking off properties, security guards, cops, whatever. I know each case is different, but... That was well done. His line, though, at 18 minutes, 20 seconds, I just wrote down amazing. There's just so much going on there. And those pushes. The pushes where he rolls over his foot a couple times. <laughs> Once again, that's a trick or just a push. You're messing around. I'm going to have to try it. How's that feel? I think that's – maybe he gets used to the way that feels, the rollover, You kind of get like – it, it kind of kicks, you know – Kickstarts a certain part of your brain. like, But it's just, I don't know. I was just like, that was very cool. Very cool to watch that line. 18 minutes, 20 seconds. And dude can skate. He can do tricks. He can mess around, but he can also do tricks as well. Stacking the clips. Now, I do have to admit, though, I, I started to get a little pissed off Andy about 20 minutes in. Right around the time, he was he was starting to go deep. And he started talking about how you have to be open to letting your environment speak to you. You know, not just let trees sucker punch you, right? (laughs) But I was getting emotional. It's like, damn it, Andy. I didn't expect this. And especially when he was talking about the cues in life. And how you start paying attention to them. Or listening more. And then in return, you start to see even more. You know, it's all about the reticular activating system. Andy was dropping so many nuggets there. He was going deep. Oh, and in the middle of that, too, he, he... through in that what was that wizardry it was like a no click ollie 2133 and a nolly two. i was like wait huh is his feet, are his feet glued to the board i honestly thought that for a sec but if you haven't seen this video yet i highly recommend it i know andy gets some hate for like his style his trick selection or maybe the fact that just, he wears just wears a helmet in the streets but you know what's most important about all that is that andy just doesn't care not one bit how refreshing is it to see someone at his age his age in his mid 20s having the mindset he does. The sky is the limit for this guy. I was barely figuring myself out at 25. That was right around the time I met my girlfriend and now eventually she became a wife. I won't say I was a complete mess, but I was like nowhere near as like enlightened as Andy is at 24. And to have zero ego, none, it's insane. I've only been working, like truly working on myself and my mind, like really hardcore for the past three years. And it feels amazing. Like I, I'm like, I look back at like negative Rick like five years ago and and just where I'm at now, just mentally and just everything that's that's been happening in the past three years for myself personally. I'm starting to get it now. And I can't even imagine like the amazing ride this kid's gonna have to have that mindset and that outlook, you know, on life at that age is a beautiful thing to see. And if you do watch this, and maybe his vibe still just doesn't click for you, or you just still think like his is lame or whatever you want to say bad about it, all I have to say is just wait, because it will, it will eventually. Maybe when you get to be. You know, a few years older, or maybe if you're you know, get later like get in your forties or fifties, or even on your deathbed. Yes, I'm going that extreme. But one day a light bulb moment will happen for you, and you will then truly understand what a great human and skateboarder Andy is. I guarantee it. You just might not be ready for it at this moment, and that's fine. But this one really resonated with me, got me emotional. Also, how appropriate is it that the "seen him" title they use that? If you think about it for a second, many of us have, have have seen you know search for Animal Chin over the years, and when you consider the meaning behind that and the message that is conveyed in the search for Animal Chin, it makes perfect sense when you say somebody like Andy can honestly say he's seen him, right? Quote unquote, because he has. He's like, probably, what? I guess technically, would he be the first writer to find Animal Chin? I wouldn't hate on that. But just think about that. The meaning of that original movie, the title of this one, what Andy brings to the table, the overall message dude found Chin. So, all I got to say, well done, Andy. Well done to the Zenga brothers. That was amazing. Like, on so many levels, too. 25 minutes long, you guys. Watch it three times. How many worlds are in your world? That was a great question, too. So good. Let me know your thoughts on this, you guys. And finally, I had to. I just have to, have to, have to chime in on Louis Lopez's latest video, Days of Grace. Honestly, this one left me kind of speechless. So let me just say this. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. emoji. (laughs) Say that eight times really fast. That's all I got. Dude is on a mission. And I know for a fact we're going to be talking about him in December. It's going to be a nice ride for the next nine months. So that's all I've got for today, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you next Tuesday. Love y'all.